This is the Dare to Dream Physician Travel Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Waylee Gray. Hey, you know how many physicians today are feeling overwhelmed and trapped living that busy and unfulfilling life? Yet more than ever, we as physicians are keenly aware that life is precious and tomorrow is not guaranteed to anyone. My mission is to help physicians start living their best life now by discovering and achieving their wildest travel dreams. So come, join us on this journey. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Dare to Dream Physician Travel Podcast. I just spent four days in Puerto Rico. My family and I just went on a very short trip to Puerto Rico, and it was an experiment in the last year. The shortest trip that I took that involved flying was eight days to Hawaii, where we stayed on the small island of Maui. Um, it was our first visit to Hawaii. We had already been in San Francisco for a couple of weeks visiting family. And so Maui was a much shorter flight to San Francisco than flying from Vermont. And that felt like a, a fairly rushed trip because there was so much to see in Hawaii. And eight days didn't feel like enough to see everything, especially to take into account the weather effects on our sightseeing and activities and give us a few rest days too. So that was eight days. That was our shortest trip to give you an idea. Then, then came this idea to go to Puerto Rico, um, Black Friday, Cyber Monday weekend. I found really cheap flights to Puerto Rico. We had never been and we thought, wouldn't it be cool if we just took off minimal time um, from work and just do a short trip so today I'm going to go over four travel perks that we really enjoyed during our four days in Puerto Rico. And so this is part one. I'm not actually going to talk about Puerto Rico. If you want to hear more about our short trip there, you'll want to tune in next week. So the four perks that we enjoyed during our short trip to Puerto Rico, number one, lounges. This is the first time that I got to take my family to lounges. So on the way out, we flew from Bradley International Airport, which is the Hartford Springfield Airport near the Connecticut and Massachusetts border. This is also the first year that I got some travel credit cards. I have the American Express Platinum, which gives access to American Express lounges and priority lounges. And I also have the Chase Sapphire Reserve, which gives access to priority pass lounges. It also allows dining credits at certain qualifying restaurants and certain airports. And I have already taken advantage of that with my family, but we've never been to a lounge. So in Bradley, there was the American Express Escape Lounge. The, the most famous lounges by American Express are the Centurion Lounges. And they are at the bigger airports like San Francisco, Los Angeles, Dulles International Airport. They are not at the little airports that I fly out of, so I've not had a chance to try them. However, the downside to the American Centurion lounges is the limited access. So even as a American Express Platinum car holder, most people are only able to take themselves into the lounge and not any family members. There are ways around taking family members, but they usually require extra costs if they don't use the lounge on a regular basis, may not be worth it. 
The American Express Escape Lounges are the smaller and less fancy versions of the Centurion Lounges, also by American Express. But much to my surprise, they do allow two guests with one card. So we have a family of five, but because my husband was also traveling with us, I was able to just take two kids in there just to try it out. In the future, we might make one or two of my family members an authorized user on the American Express Platinum Card, um, and that would allow the entire family access to the escape lounges at least. So for those of you like myself who've never been in the lounge, when you walk into the airport, you, you may not have noticed this before, but I started noticing it more, these areas um, where you have to enter by a fancy glass door and inside there are seats, there's food, um, there's a bar usually, and it's a nice enclosed area. The complaint nowadays is that lounges are getting crowded and companies are working on building more lounges at airports, but airport space, of course, is at a premium. So that means these lounges are not going to be guaranteed space. So as a family of five, we may not be able to get in because of space issues. The MX Escape Lounge did allow me and two guests, so two of my kids and I, to go into the lounge with my MX Platinum card. I just had to show them our boarding passes and we were in. Inside there were seats. It's kind of like a restaurant except the food is just all you can eat. I, I didn't use the bar so I don't know if you have to pay extra for that but even if you didn't you certainly would have to tip the bartender. Basically at these lounges if there were people who were actually actively giving you service it would be a good idea to leave a, a tip. So yes, so my my kids and I really enjoyed this lounge. It was hard to find a seat, but we did find a table. There were several tables that had two seats, um, but we were three. So we found one table that had four seats. So we sat down there. Um, we got ourselves some food, which is way, way better than the airport food, um, even if you were willing to pay. Um, so I sent my husband with our other kid to the, the normal airport food options and my husband got a salad that looked very, very basic that cost $13. Um, and it didn't look nearly as appetizing as the food that we got in the lounge. The food did run out quickly at the lounge, but it was also restocked quickly. So um, if you only have five minutes, you may not be able to get something, but we had about 20 minutes. So it wasn't that long, but we were able to get some food down and drink some tea while we we're in there. Um, number two perk, the number two perk that we used during this trip that I loved was credit card points that translated to free hotel stay. So this is a four night trip. Through three of the four nights, we stayed in an Airbnb because it was closer to the area that we wanted to be in. Um, the first night though, we arrived in the airport around 9 PM. So by the time we got a rental car, I knew that it was going to be late and that we didn't want to be driving on mountain roads in Puerto Rico. So we, I just picked a hotel near the airport to stay just to spend the night. And as a family of five, it can be challenging to travel in hotels because oftentimes we're forced to get a second room and it's really inconvenient with young kids. So I like to look for hotel chains like the Hyatt Place, the Hyatt House, um, Hilton Home to Suites, because they allow, they usually have two queen size beds and they also have a sofa bed. 
So what we learned was that in San Juan, where we flew into in Puerto Rico, there, even though the rooms are big enough, there was a Hyatt place. And even though the rooms were big enough, they did not allow us to stay there in a room as a family of five because there is a fire code that seemed to limit four to a room. So we went a little bit farther out, um, about a 20 minute drive from the airport, still better than a two and a half hour drive that we had to do the next day. And this was the Hyatt place in Bayamon. For those of you who are beginner at credit card points, the Hyatt is a favorite transfer partner in the Chase credit card um, points ecosystem because of their excellent value in redeeming for hotel stays. So as an example, I paid 8,000 points to stay in a room with two queen size beds and a sofa bed. And it was a fairly large room. There was free breakfast. It was actually quite decent breakfast, the continental breakfast with fruit salad and eggs and oatmeal and different toppings from 6.30 to 9 a.m. My husband was a huge fan of the breakfast. I thought it was okay, um, but we all were pretty full and didn't even need to have lunch because we had such a full breakfast. So that was 8,000 points. So just as a comparison, 8,000 points, if you redeem at one cent per point, which of course is not how much Chase points are valued at, but even at that valuation, that's about $80. Even if you were to value it at 1.5 cents per point, that's only $120. And Hyatt actually includes all fees and taxes when you redeem. So I didn't have to pay a single cent Of course, you're able to make smart redemptions. This was just a middle-of-the-road redemption. It was nothing fancy, but still, we can't argue with getting a free night with free breakfast for five people at 8,000 hotel points. That's a fantastic deal. Um, The third perk that I learned was direct flights. So one of the reasons why we drove, so it was even, it was worth driving three and a half hours to another airport. Now for context, our closest airport is two hours. So we drove an extra hour and a half to get to an airport that had a direct flight to our destination. But if you have a short trip, definitely get direct flights. It's worth it, even if you have to drive a little bit further. And also I should mention that we got these tickets really cheap. By cheap, I mean for One person round trip tickets from the Northeast to Puerto Rico. It was less than $250 that included it to taxes. So definitely look for direct flights and look for them early. This is a trip in May. I got this at the end of November during the Cyber Monday sale for JetBlue. Um, My husband was not sure that he wanted to come. So when he decided that he um, was interested in coming, which was about three weeks before the trip, the $250 regular coach that gave us the option to pick seats, um, that ticket was close to three times as much the amount. Um, I ended up getting him a basic economy, so he couldn't even pick the seat. I think it was $570. So still more than twice of what I paid for the flights I booked over five months ago. So definitely look for direct flights and look for them early. The fourth perk that I enjoyed for the first time and loved is using the TSA pre-check. I applied for global entry over six months ago, but recently when we came back from the Bahamas at the Atlanta airport, I was able to finally get my interview in, which 
is a first come first serve on as available basis. Um, I waited maybe 30 minutes and was able to do my interview, which wasn't really much of an interview except for doing, you know, fingerprints and answering very basic questions. So when I got my TSA pre-check, my kids on the same reservation, um, minors traveling with me also got the TSA pre-check that helped me get in and out of the security line at the airport at both Bradley International Airport and at the San Juan Airport on our way out. Um, I also have Clear, which is something that you can anyone can buy at participating airports. It's not at as many airports as um, TSA PreCheck, which I think is at all airports, but Clear is available at select airports. It is available at Bradley Airport out of Hartford, and it is available out of San Juan. So I was able to use that service to expedite um, the Clear line. So when you have both, you look at the line and see you know which is shorter. The Clear line was actually faster at the Bradley Airport, so I used that. At the San Juan Airport, it actually didn't really give us an advantage um, because it was it happened to be a short line when we were leaving. I was I was told that that is not always the case. So yeah, highly recommend. And actually, with TSA PreCheck, you may get special perks like not having to remove your shoes, not having to remove your laptop in in the TSA PreCheck line. So there we go. Those are the four, four perks that I loved during our four days in Puerto Rico. Next week, I will talk about the four lessons that I learned. And also I will be talking about our actual, where, where we actually visited in Puerto Rico. Okay. Until next time. Hope you have a good week. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed that episode, please share it with a friend and go on your favorite podcast app to give us a five-star rating and a review. It really helps us to get the word out there. Also, I am really excited to announce I've started a online Facebook community for physicians. Go and search for Dare to Dream Physician Travel. That's the name of the Facebook group. If you have trouble finding us, the link is also in the show notes. I hope to see you on the inside. 